This is episode two of the Universal Sisterhood podcast. I'm Jessica and today we're looking at slow living. It's a lifestyle that emphasizes a slower approach to everyday aspects of life, like cooking, family life, consumption. And this can kind of is closely related to our Christian life, as Pope Francis has been quoted as saying, as stewards of God's creation, we are called to make the earth a beautiful garden for the human family. So today I'm talking with Joanna and she has a lot to say about this subject. Hi Jo, could you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. Hi everyone, my name's Jo. I am a good friend of Jess and now the Universal Sisterhood and I am a mother of four beautiful children, one boy, three girls. I'm married to someone called Joe Two, which is kind of funny. Joe One and Joe Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm from a family of ten children. We partly grew up in Queensland and partly New South Wales in Australia. Um, my parents navigated life with ten of us, um, living basically a very simple life. We grew up in a tin shed on a farm where we didn't have um, a bathtub, but we had a, a big pot that sat over a fire. Um, and we got a lot of joy out of bicycles and chasing animals like koalas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Who I did not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Joe, what brings joy to your family? Well, and you and me. Yeah. Well, my family brings me joy. Beautiful. Um, I think we're quite known, for those who do know us, as um, enjoying what some people probably see as quite an organic lifestyle. We um, choose simplicity and it's a very conscious choice. We get joy from growing our own food. We only live on a quarter acre block, so that's not very much room at all, but we use every square inch of it. We've even got bees on the roof. Um, And we gain a lot of joy from enjoying simple things in life. So um, spending time together, um, not having a lot of distractions around. We don't have a television. I don't even have a microwave. you no no I just heated up a lot of baby bottles over the years I have never noticed that yeah never had a microwave wow um anyway we also have I guess what you call a pretty simple house bedrooms and a little communal living area um but we have a fireplace in the middle of that and our kitchen is in the middle of our home which we love um and another way that we enjoy simplicity is probably making moments to stop Hmm. um whether or not it's having a coffee sitting on the steps together on a saturday morning joe and i or um enjoying time with the children or like the other evening (laughs) i got home from work and joe got home from work and the last thing i felt like doing was being outside where it was cold. I was making spaghetti bolognese. But instead, Joe had said to me, you know, leave it to me. I'm going to finish cooking spaghetti bolognese on our new biogas digester. 
And that is um, a whole other explanation and story that I won't go into, but we ended up at 6.30 at night, it's winter here, um, going out and sitting around, cooking our meal over our homemade methane through compost and putting on the pizza oven and having firelight and just chatting and singing with the kids. So simplicity, simple things, but sometimes you have to kind of, I guess, be proactive in those. Yeah, totally. So how do you live these concepts in your day-to-day life? Um, Pardon me. Well, we make choices, like I just said. Um, We choose not to have a television or a microwave or whatever. We um, make the time to develop things that we think are really important for ourselves and our kids. So, for example, it might be planting seeds and developing patience as we watch these grow. Mm. Or going to the effort each morning, pretty much every day, five days a week, we harvest a big salad from our garden and we turn that into what we'll have for lunch that day or what we would have for dinner. Um, So it's integrating these things into our life and and enjoying that time. Um, Another thing that that we do is basically go out of our way to enjoy other people who live in a similar way. You know, we've met so many people through our community and... um, How how do you find these people? Well, they find us. It's kind of (laughs) magnetism in a funny way. We, When we moved into where we live at the moment in the Blue Mountains, we, we put in a little community orchard in the nature strip outside our house and it was kind of one wintry morning and we'd did a big letterbox drop just saying come along and plant a fruit tree and we'll all reap the benefits, you know, in decades to come. Mm. And we had very little idea because we didn't really know much about fruit trees. <laughs> and um, and we were, I think we dropped off 150 different um, flyers into letterboxes. And then that morning, and that was maybe eight years ago now, we ended up having about 25 neighbours turn up at 6am with wheelbarrows or like a lemon tree. Some came with a shovel. Do you find people are craving for this sense they of community? Are. They are. They yeah. absolutely are. We we so often have people stop and chat to us over our front fence and say it is so nice that someone's in their front yard mm. and has time to talk. You know, and we talk about seed saving or we talk about, you know, how well the chickens are laying or or we just talk to people about what's going on in their life. Yeah. And and people, it fills us up and it fills them up. Yeah. You know. I remember years ago going on a boat around the harbour mm. and seeing all these amazing, magnificent homes. Mm. It, was, it was the height of summer, yeah. so perfect swimming weather. No one was in their swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, because it's excess. Yeah, I know. couldn't believe it. I thought, where are they? Yeah, like they had they had this harbour view. They had these swimming pools that kind of what are they called? Um, Level affinity out. affinity yeah. pools. Oh, affinity. Yeah, yeah, that's a word. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but there was no one in there. Yeah, well, why? When you can cruise around town in your Rolls Royce, it probably has a swimming pool inside it. <laughs> Um, so are you saying that to um, have the response that you have, you have to be intentional? 
Yes. Yeah, you do. You have to make choices. Yeah. You know, it would have been so much easier the other night for me to say to Joe, no, dinner's nearly cooked on the hot plates in the house. We're just going to sit down and then eat at the normal dinner table, not have to start a fire outside. And But the great thing about Joe is he he shines in finding joy in not hardship but hard work, you know, in stewardship and in caring and appreciating that with a certain amount of effort um, you can get an, a lot of reward. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, going back to stewardship, I don't think many people know, know about it. Yeah. What is stewardship? Well, for us it means that we treat God's creation in an active um, way that we respect. Basically God created this beautiful earth and he intended for us to coexist mm-hmm. here. But more than that, to love it and to cherish it and to use it yeah. to its fullest. It was a gift, right? And so, you know, to grow our food and be really responsible and know where that comes from is um, a part of what brings us closer to God. Yeah. So um, stewardship is basically caring for the earth whether or not you use it to grow vegetables for your family or whether or not you care about environmental issues, which are really important, or, you know, you basically encompass God's intentions, Mm. um, which was to be minimalist in our tread a little bit and also to love what he created for us, everything from seeds to animals. You know, there's this great... American dude, his name's Joel Salatin, and he talks a lot about this idea of the pigness of the pig. Hmm. Um, he's a Christian man in America who promotes sustainability and food, you know, growing your own food. And he basically says the pigness of the pig helps us to appreciate what God provided for us. So use all of it, use the whole animal, you know, use all of the plant when you grow it. The idea of growing cauliflower or broad beans or, you know, a lettuce and only using part of the plant is in a way foreign to us now because for us um, we put quite a big emphasis on finding the joy in every single part. And also that contributes, I guess, in a way to trying to avoid waste yeah oh i've seen that come back in the food world there's yeah. the snout to tail yeah eating mentality yeah and effectively when you look at this idea that there's a people starving in the world and b um people well, um living with excess you know for us for joe and i a massive part of it is setting a good example for our kids yeah so we want to be able to say you know there's never a concept in our house of people not eating what's provided for them in a meal because it just shows respect for what God gave us and our love and appreciation for other people, whether or not they're on the other side of the planet and going without yeah, or they're the siblings beside them. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And, and there's that buzzword again, mindfulness. Yeah, is making them mindful. It is making them mindful. And it's, I guess, in a way for Joe and I, it's a responsibility that we feel as though we have um, to honour things, whether or not it's 
heirloom vegetables or our local community or, um, you know, being aware that we don't need much. We just need enough because God is enough and he will give us what we need. Mother Teresa set a great example for me growing up just with, you know, her work in poor communities and there's just so many people around the world who um, want us each to be active in our pursuit for simplicity. Yeah. So what are the ramifications for these choices? Um, fun. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> Not many people have a biogas digester. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, it's basically where you put a lot of compost in a machine and then you have tubes that come out and you create your own methane. So yes. effectively we can go out the back and turn on the little um, gauge tap and through a mino tin with holes in the top of it, we can cook <laughs> our dinner without paying a cent for it. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. So this... The biogas. Uh, it's known as the biogas digester for <laughs> thousands. <laughs> What's yes. your postcode? Is that your postcode? <laughs> no, it's not. I just thought it sounded better than 3,000. <laughs> well, you've got four kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, the compost is from the garden waste? Yeah, or? so our garden waste um, coffee grounds. So we at so it's not human waste? No, right? no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a certain council laws that <laughs> um, uh-huh. But basically it's like we called up maybe three or four cafes in the mountains, for mm. example, and one of the, and our question was, can we come and collect your spent coffee grounds? So every single day Joe puts two big buckets with lids in his boot and he drops them off at the coffee shop on the highway and that same afternoon he picks two up. Yep. So they so, so why coffee grounds is that? Just because it's excellent at producing methane right. and it's also really good for the garden. And we have a coffee addiction in the exactly. mountains. So there's that's right. And and we just Joe thought, you know, what what is a way in which we can make the world a better place and also make use of what we already have instead of this mm-hmm obsession with consuming more and disposable yeah and so the coffee shop love it because they get rid of excess and they don't have to pay for that to be taken away and they free up their bins and then we turn it into gas that we cook our food on yeah so how long does it take to well i think like the other night joe made steak that was 17 minutes um i think it can go for like 45 minutes more because it sits in like... So can you just paint the picture for our listeners? So we have a Milo tin. So going back from the Milo tin, which effectively is a little gas outlet with holes in the top of it. Yes. It has a tube. So like a Bunsen burner under Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> you seven sides. Yeah, oh, my son <laughs> loves it. So we're getting back to the Milo tin. Yeah, we've got this... Yeah, Milo tin, a Bunsen burner underneath. No, so effectively the Milo tin is the Bunsen burner. It, okay. it The gas goes into the Milo tin and the holes around the top of it are like cooking with gas on your hot plate. Okay. So can you see actual flames? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you see the flames. We've only got one <laughs> Amazing. of them. But we are planning on developing an entire <laughs> hot plate system <laughs> out the back beside the pizza oven. So how much does it use? How much gas like 
Well, it fills up effectively a methane gas tank, which we've built inside our chicken coop right beside it, disguised under the trees. Oh, they love it. They love it. <laughs> well, they're none the wiser. And it's, you know, it's very safe methane. It's not, you know, highly yeah. flammable or explosive or anything. And all this started with Joe reading, loving the idea of using what's available without having to buy and pay and constantly sign up for the next mm. thing. And then saying, actually, I can do that in my backyard. Have uh, have you been on it long enough to notice a reduction in your bills? Um, well, we do have gas in our kitchen mm. and we got to put in. No, we haven't. We've, we've probably only used it 10 times. But even if we, we would see a reduction in our bills yeah. if we don't use our gas. But practically speaking, sometimes we do. Yeah. But even if we didn't, the point is, is that it says to our kids, there's an alternative. Yeah. And that's largely what our life centres around. Yeah. They're saying, you know, you can just sign up for what everyone else has or there's an alternative. And a large part of that is being brave yeah. and just saying, you know, actually I could just follow a few YouTube clips and make this myself. That kind of even goes the same with our faith. Yeah. Like. Yeah, we can follow what society is telling us or there is an alternative. There is. And it's so much more inviting and full of substance. Yeah. You know, there's nothing more joyful for us than watching the faces of our kids around the pizza oven or the biogas digester 4000 <laughs> and seeing the joy Limited on their edition. faces. You know, it's, it's firelight, it's... Um, being able to cook the food without, you know, sitting under the lights inside. It's and, also giving them a sense of connection. Yeah, and memories, yeah. you know, and and security because people can deny and ignore the idea that at the end of the day mankind is causing problems for the mm. environment or whatever, but even just getting back to the very basics of God gave us a beautiful creation. And we have a responsibility mm. as stewards of that creation to protect it and nurture it and love it and not drain it. Yeah. Well, you're doing a very good job at not draining it. <laughs> well, I also <laughs> like shopping at Vinnie's. Can I put that in? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's recycling. It sure is. <laughs> I have an auntie who has seen. <clears throat> I won't. Obsession. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. me. <laughs> no, you're not my aunt. Oh, no. Um, so how do you connect this simple life to your relationships with God and your faith? I suppose we kind of touched on that. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah. And, I, yeah, I guess finally it's um, it's really grounding. Yes. Um, it keeps you connected time-wise. You know, we, like... I've said we don't have a television, but we do watch Netflix documentaries that we think are relevant and will, um, you know, I guess if you like, add to our lives. Yeah. Um, and we spend a lot of time together. You don't waste time. No, no, that's gadgets right. and no. Facebook. And, and I'm a teacher, you know, and like just today one of my year eight students said to me, oh, miss, you know, how do your kids survive without having entertainment? And I laughed. I said, 
they are so entertained it's not funny they're mm. up trees they're noah's busy drilling holes in the next biogas digester <laughs> or they're planting garlic bulbs or they're talking with neighbors over the fence or they're in the billy cart down the laneway yeah life's pretty full yeah and it's simple and it's really fun that's wonderful yeah um what would you say to people i suppose that kid in the school said ask the same question i'm asking that your kids are missing out Mm. what do you yeah well you know you're not keeping up with the joneses yeah or yeah. technology or you're gonna you know you're limiting you're yeah you're limiting your children yeah yeah well i mean our son it's not like you live under a rock no you have, we don't you have a, i and called you on a mobile phone yeah <laughs> sometimes it is new and sometimes <laughs> i have to hit at it because i don't understand how to open it but no <laughs> We read blogs, we write a blog, yeah. you know, the funkies, um, front yard farmers. Yeah, I was going to say, tell, <laughs> I'm gonna tell, add to that. tell our listeners your blog. Yeah, funky front yard farmers. Um, we use technology all the time, you know. It's, it's a really wonderful gift if it's used wisely. And if you didn't have it, you wouldn't be able to yeah. Google or YouTube how to make the... Yeah, the biogas. Yeah, um, you just use it in the right way. Yeah, that's exactly right. And at the end of the day, I think people, too many people live in fear of what, you know, what people would think about them disadvantaging their kids or being a bit behind the times or whatever. But our son said to peers of his, and this came back through someone else, that he um, he loves the way our life is lived and that he loves the way that his parents love him so much to mm. show him a different life. And, you know, at the end of the day, we use what we use in the way that we choose to in our family and we try to keep it aligned with what will get us to heaven yeah, and um, what will help us to stay grounded, <laughs> I guess you'd say. <laughs> Perfect. Dust to dust. There you go. <laughs> We're going back there into the biodigester. <laughs> Imagine how many steaks we could cook. <laughs> well, my husband always says, never buy a normal coffin for me. I just want a cardboard box and I want to go straight back into the garden. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> well, that's wonderful, Joe. Um, I ask everybody. Well, you're, you're my first guest, but I will be asking everybody. I feel important. <laughs> what has brought you joy this week? Oh, this week. Um, you, can, you can do a few weeks before if you yeah. want. Okay, so what has brought me joy is um, interacting with the teenagers that um, I come across in my day-to-day -day job. Um, the absolute tumultuous experience that they have, but that I'm able to say to them that you are loved. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that brings me joy is, you know, having watching my children and how they're growing up so fast and being so funny and navigating things like hairstyles for <laughs> photo day. Photo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, we had a doozy. On Thursday morning, I couldn't get the buns and Ooh. aligning. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so I said, that's it. I'm not redoing them for a sixth 
time. No, no. fair enough. <laughs> well, Joe took over and started doing all the girls' hair and I thought, wow, <laughs> time has changed. And so, Jess, I'll, I'll fire one back at you. What's brought you joy in the past week? Okay. Well, this week had to be the rain. You'd appreciate oh, yeah. that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Just the drop, drop, drop oh on a We haven't had rain for how long? Yeah, a long months? time. It's well, you know. very, very dry. Two months, three months? I would say close to three. Yeah, the water tanks were bone dry and yeah. things were wilting. And... I just lay in bed listening to that rain thinking, oh, that is. That is... He provides. Yeah, that yeah. is music to my ears and he's good. Yeah, that's right. And And quite frankly, what a gift just to have a little reprieve. You know, yeah. Yeah. And joy. Yeah. Joy in simple Simple joy. There we go. <laughs> All right, Joe. thank you so much for being with us. That's a pleasure. Um, enjoy your week. Enjoy the bio. bio yes. <laughs> Can you I know I'll get it wrong. I'm inviting you over for dinner. <laughs> I'm <Damn>. coming. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Bye. I'll see you next time.